0: Welcome to the Smart City Podcast, the technology program that looks at how buildings, communities, and cities are becoming smarter, more efficient, and more connected. We look at everything from the big ideas to drilling down to individual projects and innovative ideas that impact your day to day life. The Smart City Podcast is brought to you by Locomobi World, moving the world through sustainable, frictionless, and secure solutions. This is episode number 64, recorded on February 6th, 2024. And this time, it's just me and Locomobile CEO Grant Furlane, reviewing what happened in 2023 and what's on the agenda for 2024. Let's see if you agree with any of this analysis and any of these predictions. We touch on smart city topics, but we also go much further. This is our annual look back at the year that was. If we go back to previous years, we look at 2021, that was all about NFTs. If we look at 2022, everybody was talking about Web3. If we look at 2023, it's all about artificial intelligence. So 2023 is going to go down in history as the year artificial intelligence really reached public consciousness. Am I right
1: or wrong? You're right. Um I think that uh, it probably was overdone, um, but I think what what it did it cleaned out a lot of things, and I think uh, twenty twenty three was a year of invention, um, and so we can go back and look at a lot of people we had on Alan that uh, were running AI, and I guess I mean we could go back just to a recent uh, some recent people even, but I mean um last year we looked at a lot a lot had a lot of people on the show that talked about ai and how they were doing reservations uh for buses and traffic and how we people are doing um uh, inventions to to make buildings smarter and and in every case uh we always talked about how ai was going to be introduced to it however i do think that um ai is another buzzword because I think with AI, we have to talk about machine learning. If you look at pretty well everything that we talked about last year was AI. The biggest – look at what happened, Alan, when chatbot GPT came out. And the general public last spring were told, driving around, and I was getting calls saying, this is amazing. Like, And I was saying, why? I mean, AI has been around for 20 years, as you guys know. Barney Powell, one of my co-founders, one of the early inventors, he invented Bing. And um, I think for some reason, it just clicked last year.
0: Well, I think it was because it was made available to a very large number of people and it was easy to use. I mean, if you were to go on to ChatGPT, all you had to do is create an account and start using it. And it was very intuitive. I mean, there were, there were a lot of other AI programs out there, but ChatGPT was the one. Uh, with its with its open AI that allowed everybody to try it really for the first
1: time from the comfort of their own homes or even from the comfort of their own phones. Yeah, actually, good point, Alan, good point. And, and we know what happened. It grew to be a big company now. And um, ChatBT, when it came out, so you know, last year, it was a non-for-profit. Yeah. And the argument last year, and as you know, their president left and came back, was with AI, and with the AI company. And because ChatPT came out with Microsoft, and it was like, oh, Microsoft's going to change the world. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Remember we talked about it? Um, ChatPT came out and it was going to change the world. Well, it did. But they, it's, it, Microsoft, they were saying, they're going to get, steal all the services off Google. They, and, and you know what they stole? Nothing. Because when you search the world, who do you search through?
0: Well, you do search through Google and Bing. That's, that's basically it.
1: And Google's popping champagne corks when ChatPT came out. So they didn't have to be the bad guys to say, we got this great software that's going to ruin your life, take over everything, which is not true. But you know what I mean? And right. so I think, you know, Google Bards out now. And there's all kinds, as you know. Um, and, you know, we could talk about Engage AI, which we're a part of, um, but that's this year. But look at that company came from last year, and it's an amazing company that is all AI-based. And I think that it it would be probably not worth talking about anything other than really AI um, last year. Um, I think we had to talk about the EV cars and the smart cars. Um, As you know, last year, um, pretty well, all the car manufacturers came out with EV and EV charging. Um, The electric car did not take off. As it was, as it was talked about last year. Uh, well,
0: hold on. I'll, I'll, let me let me be devil's advocate here. It's,
1: okay, no, that's good. Uh, good. Yep. No,
0: no. You know, Tesla sold an awful lot of cars last year.
1: Uh, and one point
0: eight
1: million, one point seven million. That's and about point zero two percent of
0: the market. It's it, it's still small. It's yes. still growing. Really tiny. Part of the problem is uh, you know people are still worried about range anxiety. A lot of the cars were too expensive for a lot of people to to. Um, you hit the both go. ones. You hit
1: the two biggest factors.
0: Yeah, so range anxiety that's slowly going away as people realize what's happening, uh, and then when it comes to price, well, you know Tesla has has dropped the price in their Model Three dramatically
1: seven times. So
0: it is still. It's it's getting more affordable, and then here's the big one: is when you talk to the Chinese and a company like Bid BYD, BYD. they are they've got cars that they can sell. They're they, blowing. They they can sell cars in 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 Europe. We're talking about selling cars for the equivalent of thirteen or fifteen thousand dollars.
1: No, no. Um, Warren Buffett is the biggest investor in BYD. When he did it, everyone laughed. They're not laughing now. Okay, um, BYD. Is, is, the, is the maker that's going to change. Um, they're the biggest manufacturer in the world. Now they just passed Tesla in EVs, not in cars. Um, and, um, yeah, they're, they're 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 very informable. I think that uh, the American manufacturers um, give a lot more features for your money. Tech doesn't concern me because the tech and all of the cars now are very similar. And remember, part of the highest last year was um, – Locomotive being involved in Project Arrow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Project Arrow uh, 1.0 was the first, was the the, the most advanced um, car in the world, electric car in the world, with the most smart features and the closest to uh, carbon neutral. Neutral. Okay, so it really cut carbon's the lowest, um, and it won the CES award two years ago. When you know last not last time, not last year, and um, I I think that. That was a big highlight for for Canada, and, and and I will give you an update on that. So and you you don't know this. Um, so when the car was built, it was built to show off all the greatest technology in the world. And we talked about cars. Cars are now going to have wallets. So you just drive the car and charge things. It's going to tell you where to go. The car is going to be truly incredible. Self driving, we're getting there. You know, Mercedes is still only a real one that's level three what others are coming um, but guess what just came out uh, so it's a big news is and nobody knows about this probably but um, 2.0 project R 2.0 was just released rp
0: okay so, so it, it, to wait wait it. wait there's there's a physical car
1: yeah okay so what makes this one better than v1.0 well 2.1.0 was the one they made and they demoed it everywhere. It's beautiful, right? But one of. Now they decided to go out and say, you know what? I think we can make this car. I think we can manufacture this car, not just so make who make it. Who?
0: Who's going to manufacture
1: it? Well, uh, we don't know. APMA, which is Auto Parts Manufacture Canada, they did that. And the president of APMA is uh, Flavio, who just got, so you know, um, he just got the Merit Award of Canada. He got pretty well every front page of every magazine and newspaper in the country. For, for Project Arrow just last month. So he's decided to come out with 2.0, which is, we're going to make this car. Before it was, so I don't know. I, I haven't seen the RFP. I am registered already to be part of the team, but I haven't seen how they're going to do it yet because you have to register first. And then they pick who their partners are going to be. In theory, they could not pick me, right? But they pick who their partners are and then they're going to have an RFP to see what it'll take to build this car. I never thought I joked about it last year, but I never thought they were actually going to try it because mm. I assume what will happen: they'll contract manufacturer.
0: Yeah, they'll they'll uh, hire Magna or, or yeah, one of those yeah, types or,
1: of, or yeah. someone like that, and Magna is the obvious choice. But and given that they're in Vaughn all the time, and isn't near there, who knows what will happen there? But the point is, you're right. So that's a big deal because we went from Tesla being the master and and still are. Uh, they're the leader. Um, the um, you, you, even though we talk BYD, I'm talking about North America. Um, and then you have a lot of the other companies came to the market, particularly Ford, who would have been number two um, for Amer- For and they're you know they did well with the Maquis and the Ford F-150, and they sold out. Um, were they successful? I don't think so.
0: Well, they they had some problems with the. Uh with, with the F-150 because yeah, I saw that. Yeah. they got some really bad press. There was that guy from Manitoba that tried to drive to Minneapolis and he couldn't do it because yeah, he yeah. Yeah, I
1: expect, you know, for me, Alan, I expect all that. It doesn't even flaw me. That, yeah, well, so what? But, well, you know, he cut he back. back. He cut back. Well, listen,
0: we've, we've had internal combustion engines since the eight, late 1800s. We're very, very early into this whole battery yeah, and tech thing. we'll that, get there. I mean, we're talking about a Ford 150 Lightning that is, is a giant vehicle that requires giant battery packs, that requires a lot of torque, that requires a lot of It should, be, it should of have been the last power. one they did.
1: Right? It should have been the last one they did, not the first one, other uh, uh, than okay. the Maquis. You know what I mean? That's a yeah. real challenge. And and we know that I know why they did it because the 150 is the number one selling truck in the world. Yeah. Pickup truck. Pick up, and so I get why they did it, but you know they'll, they'll solve it. I believe they'll solve it. I believe that Elon Musk will come up with some other ideas as well. Um, uh, um, what we talked about last year a lot was battery technology. We talked mm-hmm. about the solid state battery. We talked about how there was a solid state battery coming out, and we yacked about this a lot at, last year, and how if that came out, it would change the world because, as you know, it would last forever, it would charge really quick. And guess what's out now? The solid, solid state, state battery.
0: battery. Yeah.
1: You know, um, so you just got to kind of sit back and think, you know, that was a really big thing. That is a really big thing. And they're they're still costly, but they're getting better. And you've got a lot of people now investing in it. you got the uh, manufacturers here in North America, as well as in Europe um, and China investing in solar states, which is a Bill Gates uh, partnership with all the big guys. So I, I think that's going to happen. Um, and then all of a sudden, and even without that, you're getting now cars that are charging in ten minutes
0: well there's there's a couple of things that I read about uh we we did talk about sodium batteries, which yes, are, i remember that yeah, yeah which which are 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 interesting in the sense that they use elements that aren't lithium, which means you can just get all the sodium you want from seawater. That's one thing they are uh finicky and they can't catch fire and there's you know there's there are problems with sodium I batteries. read about that yeah. Then there's sulfur batteries. I know, I know, which is something that I heard about. Which apparently, again, there's lots of sulfur, so, so it's not like you're going to be strip mining no. lithium anywhere. But the the solid state one is the interesting one because if they can get the see these other batteries are based on a liquid technology that puts the right. anode and cathode right. together, so right. there's no gaps. Correct. Uh, the problem with the solid state battery is you got to make sure that there's no gaps between the solid part with the non well, the solid parts have to fit together really really perfect really really tightly yeah. um, and and as a non liquid
1: it's very hard to do that but if they do it it's amazing and I have a lot of you know what's funny they may do it but it might be another one coming out that's better we don't know but I think that um, last year EVs were the highlight uh, along with uh, but they're all they're all based now on AI every car manufacturer talks about AI and how it's going to link up with the cars and do all this. It, nothing's changed. It's still AI.
0: It, it's, it's not just auto manufacturers. I mean, Sony has an electric car.
1: Uh, and Apple. I saw something. Apple. 2028, so uh, uh, the Apple car. Okay. That's, that's the rumor now. You know what I posted this morning? I posted this morning the new, um, what do you call it, car? Uh, DeLorean. What? I likely the most beautiful car in the world. Because yeah, the DeLorean first DeLorean... DeLorean- Working on, they've been working on a new car. It's called the DeLorean, and it is the most beautiful car ever made. It's got the, hey, wait, I'm looking the It's called the DeLorean, and I posted it today on on LinkedIn because I had to. It's too nice. It's just the most amazing car. Um, that uh,
0: okay? So I'm looking at it now, and that, it looks like something between a McLaren and a Ferrari and something else. It does not well, look
1: and. Uh, and um, well, they got the gall wing doors like they did with the DeLorean. They got some things like the DeLorean. Older, the idea older. was they had the name and they're gonna say it all from the history of DeLorean. But you're right. It's just a but it's a beautiful car. Wow. I'm looking at
0: the I'm looking at the interior now. Wow.
1: No, no. It, so it it was just released um, today, the new newest version. So I mean, we'll see if it gets produced, but it's a beautiful car. Um,
0: and this is an got, electric vehicle.
1: Yeah, it's an E V. Huh. Yeah, sorry. I got you going there. I know you love cars. But no, yeah. I,
0: I'm sorry. They, they've got it on a turntable here. I'm watching it in, uh, on, on, my, uh, on my computer. And uh, wow, that's sexy. That's yeah, it dream. is. It's something
1: else. I, 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 I suggest people look at that, not because they can afford that car, but you know what happens. The All the car manufacturers try to make their cars nice by following what the big guys are doing in the hypercars and how good they look. That's how we get our styles. Okay. Um, and they push themselves down from that hypercar to supercars like Porsche and so on, down to the sports cars, which we still love, and they'll improve those. But yeah, it's a it's an incredible car. And and um, you know, we saw the we saw the the version of the of uh, like you said, the Apple car, which I think looks really cool. Sony, I saw that. Um so yeah, we're there. I mean and, and what are they doing now? They're, they're linking all these cars to selling cell phones. If you notice, they're coming out with cell phones, like hmm. Neo, uh, BYD. Oh, we got a cell phone company, too. They think they're seeing this whole mobility interface, which we know. We've been working on forever. Um, it's very interesting to see what will happen there. Um, I, I, by the way, I don't, when I say cell phone, they are saying cell phone. But we talked about that last year that it'll be wearables. We talked a lot about wearables last year, and look what's happened already. Um, you've got you could go all the way up down. You can go from glasses to watches to um, to um, vest all the way up to brain implants.
0: We're there. Okay, all right, <laughs> hang on here let's let's go through a couple of things. Yep. Uh, wearables. Yep. Now, I know and I have seen, some prototypes and some production models of some new wearable glasses. Yes, um, yes you yes. know far beyond what Google Glass was ten years ago. Yeah,
1: no, we have them. We have them. We're testing them. Okay. Um, they, uh, well, let me deal the background. They cannot do what Google Glass does.
0: So you know. Well, what does that uh, mean?
1: Uh, what it means is seeing something and processing it and, and taking everything, addressing the images and uh, the AI. They don't have it. Um, They're great wearable glasses to see shit and say, "Hey, that's a that's great." That's a, I'm looking at a building and cool. I'm gonna take a picture and send it to my friend. That's what they have. Um, Google Glass. Um, so you know, Google Glass is gone again. Mm-hmm. I've been through my third, second version, but there's a third version of other companies making it now. But the Google Glass that we needed had to have that whole application on the glasses as well as a link to the phone and the web. No one else has that yet. Remember, Google Glass was $2,000. Yes. Once you're talking, about
0: was $300. Yeah. I saw Ray totally Bay. Totally
1: different. Yeah. And I think, no, but I believe all the glasses will be $300 one day. So we're hoping that when we release our enforcement glasses for parking and, and law enforcement, that we'll get to that price range. Right now, that's not available. So you have to custom build them.
0: Okay. okay next, uh, wearables. So I saw something that looked like a Star Trek communicator that you mount on your lapel. Yep, and that takes place your cell phone
1: uh, takes the place of your cell phone. That's what I was saying. Remember, I said it's not going to be necessarily a cell phone. It's going to be a mobile device. Mm -hmm. And the one on the the one you wear on your on your um, shirt, I like that. I I really like that because I hate. Well, I'm maybe I'm just not with the majority. I hate cell phones. I don't like carry it. I you lose it all the time. Um, and I think the wearable soon will just be a clip and a voice. Um, and why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be? Okay.
0: Um, okay. And, and next so that's thing a good
1: wearable, yeah.
0: Next thing, we saw it at CES, this thing called the Rabbit, which is a yep. little box that contains your own AI assistant. Yeah. Which is something you would think would be integrated into a cell phone at some point, but right now it's a standalone device. It's
1: a standalone device because of price. You don't need a cell phone to do it. It's two hundred bucks. Yeah, but a cell phone's nine hundred. All right, okay. <laughs> so, rabbit's good. I like rabbit actually, but I think that it's short lived. I think um, it's something that's developed that can be replaced with the integration of all the other wearables, you know. And, and you go all the way up to the wearables like. Uh, as you know, we had the wearables to make you feel better. Um, wearables have gotten very big as we talked last year in the medical world. Um, mm-hmm. You look at Apple, you look at all the top guys. Apple, they're putting all their wearable technology at health, healthcare, fitness, and health. Um, it's the biggest.
0: Okay, since we're talking about Apple, their new Vision Pro headset is out in the United States. Yep. Uh, the reviews have been generally pretty good. People saying that the software and the experience is excellent. The price is out of control. It's thirty five hundred bucks U.S. <laughs> and for that price, you get a, a visor with a, made out of plastic that can be scratched.
1: No, and and, and it's fantastic by the way, but unfortunately, it does nothing for me because if you think for a minute, I'm wearing those glasses all day. <laughs> well, well not only do you have to wear this it's thing on now. your head
0: you it 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 has uh it's it's got like an oxygen supply that goes down to a battery pack That you're supposed to wear around your waist and I, don't you still have to uh to tether it to a phone for something Yes you do
1: but the the but the idea is the experience is so amazing which it is But who's wearing that? Let's say we're in the work world. We're not wearing those, okay? We need the glasses. We need something smaller. Mm-hmm. And um number 2 you start developing neck problems. If you wear glasses too long, it's really tough on the neck.
0: Well, first it was blackberry thumbs. Then it was uh, neck and back problems because you were bent over your phone. And that now you've got, I don't know how much it weighs, but now you've got this weight on your head, which is forcing you into using your neck muscles and shoulder muscles in unnatural ways.
1: And, And it's okay for like, if you've ever done it, I've done it lots of times. If I go to a trade show and try them, I'm good for 20 minutes. Then I'm going, this is crazy. I'm taking these off. But the experience is out of this world. Um, yeah. It'll happen. I think you're going to see that whole experience be down, upgraded into standard glasses. I think all the top manufacturers that make the top-line sunglasses, they're all going to do it. And they're all going to make deals with Apple and Google. And I think it'll be normal. And, um well,
0: it's you know, like anything else, it starts out huge, yeah. and then it gets miniaturized, miniaturized, you know, miniaturized.
1: someone has to start it, okay? Well, this is it. you know and and so you look at that, and you know, yeah, then we talked many times last year about you know computer chips going into the body, and they're working on it, and now we know that we have it. and And Elon Musk announced through his com his new company that he um has now successfully planted a chip in the brain.
0: Um okay now crazy, listen. Crazy. It, 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 we, okay. So he had some volunteers line up. I know. After really? he apparently killed a bunch of monkeys in experimental no, that's
1: not, Okay, hold on, hold on. Let's stop there for a minute. So okay. I gotta tell you something. So and I want everyone to hear this. I posted when he announced it, and I said, pretty amazing. And the first answer I got he had to kill a lot of monkeys to get there. What do you think? And I'm going, I feel like shit. <laughs> I thought I don't want to do that cuz I never think of that and that's and I no when I was 20 it wouldn't matter you couldn't convince I didn't care great whatever I'm I'm going out you know but now I think about all that and I'm saying why would you have to kill monkeys when you have AI hmm.
0: <laughs> well if I'm some of those early volunteers however many people have just recently got those implants in their actual brains uh scary. Hearing what happened with some of the trials. I agree. I, mean, I agree, you, Alan. Scary. Not me. Um, I'll wait. You My go right ahead. Is,
1: I'm not surprised that they all have a human brain. I'm not surprised. I mean, AI is outperforming a lot of things now. Um, it's scary as hell, but in no way am I surprised where we're going with all this. And, um uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, um, I don't know how many people would give opinions on this, but most people would do what you said. They're worried about what if. Well, obviously, people who are going to do this are going to sign waivers and that. And if you're going to do it, you better have a good reason. Okay, So brain dead, uh, maybe, um, trying to fix maybe a disease. Um, there's a lot of reasons why you do it, and I'll tell you why. It's your last-ditch effort. Yes. It's You know what? Put me under my choice if you can't do it. I get that, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with anything like that, that people make that choice because they're at the end. They're at the end of their wits. And I get that. But, you know, we know one day it'll be successful. Um, I'm more into, believe it or not, when you see the robotic limbs they're making and things they're making to help people walk even, um, that is where the robotics is going to really succeed. Taking Mm -hmm. people out of wheelchairs, taking people, uh, the ability to walk that could never walk by you know, energizing the, the, the energy to their body, to their limbs. You have to put devices in. But the fact is, because they know how the brain waves work now, you don't need a working brain. Like, as you know, what that chip does, it energizes the cells that are not working properly, right? And mm-hmm. goes through the brain waves and makes things happen. Well, that can be a good thing. I mean, it always can be a bad thing. I understand. But I think that, uh, I think this is the year we're going to hear all about it.
0: There's, there's that. And then, uh, how artificial intelligence is being used to, for medical breakthroughs. Like they figured out how to use AI to determine how proteins fold badly and end up causing Alzheimer's.
1: Well, so remember if- we had a lot of people on last year talking about AI and medical. Um, it's the biggest. I think that when we had, when we talked to Barney Powell and you and I had Barney on in the first season and he's one of the top A guys in the world, um, it's all about AI. It's all about medical. He, he said, you know, you can look at all the negatives of AI. But what you can't escape is the amount of people you're going to cure.
0: He, yeah, he's right. Uh, and people are, are very afraid of artificial intelligence abuse. And there's going to be a bunch. There right. is. There I mean, is already.
1: To... All, come on, there already is.
0: Um, yeah. That's life. It's what when a new technology comes along, there's going to be somebody who uses it for nefarious purposes. It it is something as old as humanity. Yeah. Once we get a certain, well, those people will be off doing their awful things, but there there will be people doing beneficial things.
1: You know, and while there will be lots of companies fighting the awfuls, which is what we do in everything, it's not changed cybersecurity and all the problems that will continue. And there'll be companies that will fight that and get paid a lot and do a good job. And the government will regulate. Which, and I hate to say it, this is one time I agree uh, with the government regulating because it's very serious if you don't uh, control it. But um, the successful stuff is I'm just interested in the right side. That's so many things you can do for people. Okay. Two more topics. Okay. Um, fusion. I we keep. Talk- oh my f- God, Alan, you got a good memory. We talked for, a lot.
0: for for the last thirty years, we have been told that clean near fee near free power is gonna is just around the corner yep. just another five years just another ten yep. years, yep. Another I, years. I, I, uh, there's I've been reading some stuff in the last six months yep. that makes me think maybe that we're not five or ten years away from it are we no we're there yeah we we, we have yeah. it but I, I'm talking no. about a what? reliable oh, always I mean, online I mean,
1: reactor was, I think, I think it was China. Oh, yeah. we, we've got it. it.
0: I mean, they're happening. But I, I want to talk about a, a fusion reactor that is switched on and starts uh, supplying power for a, a large part of a grid.
1: Yeah, I think it's here. I think it's the, the if we get through all the, the red tape of uh, building, you know, reactors and so on, people are all afraid of that. It's the only clean technology out there. True, zero clean. I mean, pure clean technology that works. People are afraid of, as you know, of anything with nuclear reactors, and that's nuclear fusion. Um, It's a no-brainer, Alan. It's coming. It's a no-brainer.
0: Okay. And then finally, uh, don't. Sorry, I got two more things. Okay. Uh, Robots.
1: Oh, my God. Now, I, I saw
0: today, we're doing this on February the 6th. I saw today that the New York City Police Department fired their subway robot after four months. didn't work. And a lot of people are very happy that their subway, the RoboCop, got fired.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Uh, um, I'm going to tell you something I told you last year. You've got to make your robot autonomous so it can talk to people and be nice. You have to make it cute. And uh, the company, Nightscope, that did it, who are my competitor, and many times I've talked to them before I built Moby, they did the opposite. And they pay a lot of money for it. It does nothing. It's not autonomous. They got a controller from a central state. It won't work. So l- let's go away from that one because you're right. And um, we just turned on, I think I can mention it, the city of Oakville. We turned on, you don't probably even know this. It's on no. now and I should share it with you. We're, running, um, we're monitoring um, Old Bronte, right? Old Bronte downtown with all our camera systems and we're watching who's pulling over and staying and no parkings and who's flowing, how many are cars and how many are, are people walking. We're doing the whole thing for the city of Oakville. And the second phase would be robots. But I think um, the, the way you introduce a robot is important. And uh, I would never put a robot in the subway. That's not ready for that. You've got to choose your market and that's not where you put it. You put it in manufacturing. If you ever get a chance, if anyone does, Go on and watch the videos of the robots in the Amazon plants. You'll see thousands of robots on the floor moving and going around. Your delivery stop. There's a package on It's going to another thing. You have never – no one knows this, but they lead the world on robots. But everyone's doing it. Um, I think when you get to the specialty areas, you've got to be very concerned about people don't like to be confronted with things or not they're not comfortable with. And we made Moby, everyone said, first thing we got from people, it's cute. Yeah. That's what you got to do. And it has to be very, as as we talked again, it has to be very acceptable, very friendly. And I think that's where everyone missed it. Um, Humanoids, um, let's talk about that because that's a big thing. When Elon Musk and all these guys put out humanoids, I'm going, I don't see anyone wanting that. I don't want a humanoid walking up to me. And one that can be made to look like me even is worse. So I'm not there yet where the central robot for just doing certain services. I think is fantastic. Now let's talk about that because I think it's important to understand that it's a given robots are here. Like that's a given they're everywhere now, mm-hmm. but it's also going to be in need because um, I wrote an article that will be published in the next few days. I mean, we'll talk about it because time, you know, it'll, when this aired, it'll have been out and it's about how the, Decline in the world population has created a surge in robots. Um, the world population has gone down every single year for the last four or five years, and you've got people who are single, who are only having one kid, not by choice. By choice, not not. But I'm not talking about how we know China's way down because they had a. They're starting to build back. You can have two kids now, but they can only allow one kid. And you paid for the second kid, but. France, Canada, USA, um, Germany, all have seen a population decline.
0: No, wait, no, you know what? What they've seen is a decline in the rate of fertility, uh, population replacement.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So the only way that those countries are going to see population increase is through immigration.
1: Correct, because what's happening is people are no longer choosing to have kids. Right, and the reason, and there's good reasons. It's not just I don't want kids. It's the economy. I can't afford more than one kid, so I'm not having two. Um, it's um, all the wars. I don't want to bring my kid into such things, but it doesn't matter. What's happened is the surge of robotics has to happen, and we will not be able to keep up with the mar- demand for labor.
0: This is true, especially in places like China, who are running out of a labor force to help support their social structure because everybody is aging.
1: Absolutely. And uh, the big article I read yesterday was France. they have nobody. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Last one, quantum computing. Oh, that's a good one to finish. We talked a lot about quantum last year. Um, quantum computing has not really made it yet. Um, as you know, there's a couple of supercomputers that came out last year. Um, we know the um, that um, it's going to happen. Um, the problem with quantum computing is, it's not the problem of how it works; it's how you defend it. We still like we're developing quantum computing. Um, Barney, by the way, just joined as chief technical officer for a new company in Silicon Valley that's doing AI and quantum. And and the problem is quantum can do anything, but you can't stop it once you do it.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it's amazing, and I think that it's coming. I think it has to come. Because actually, quantum physics goes back to like, you know, we're oh, talking. the 1920s. Yeah, yeah, it's not new. Einstein, okay. Um, yeah. But it's just been all along, it's always been, okay, we can do it, but what happens? You know, the whole thing of the theory of, of uh, everything from ev- every theory there is out there that was, has come up, whether it be Einstein or anyone else, there's lots of theories that it would work around that have done mathematics and they recognize it. But it's still a problem because you've got that one little box that's extra. And I was watching a great video just last week. It might have been, I don't know what university. It was a course. So let's talk about that. You can take full quantum courses without paying. Go online, watch them. I was in the entry level quantum computing course. I think it was MIT. And it was very interesting to see how he was trying to explain quantum that it's simply amazing because you've added a third, you've added a, a, a third unit, which is what if. And if you run something through the computer, it doesn't come out with one plus one. It comes out with a whole bunch of things that can happen. And and it works. But if you noticed, it's not about that. If we throw the quantum computer out there and say a bank accepts it, he's accepted the fact that he's going to get blown away. (laughs) So the problem is until we figure out how we battle the cyber side, cybersecurity side of quantum, um, that's the challenge, but it made all kinds of strides. I mean, quantum physics is being talked about every day now, but I think we're a couple of years away. I think we're even maybe more than a couple of years, but quantum to me is the future. You know why, right? If I wanted to find the cure for cancer, probably take five minutes.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, we ought to remember that. like. But there's so much uncertainty of how it's going to work uh, on networks on that that no one's prepared to take the chance.
0: No. Well, this has been good. Um, next time you hear from us, we will be talking about current things, yep. things where um, uh, things of a specific nature. And all I can tell you is uh, thanks, Grant, This has been fun. Let's let's keep it it's going and year. let's it's see. has been
1: a great year. And I and I will close this off by one thing. We're going to have a few great new guests very soon. We should get you on one day and talk about the future of music.
0: Oh, I can do that. I oh, as a no, matter of
1: fact, I think about this. What the hell are we doing? Like music is te- the future in the smart world. Music is a major player. Um,
0: I have been invited to the School of Performing Arts in Berlin to speak on the subject in April.
1: Well, there you go. So, we will do that and people should be ready for that. We'll announce it. And okay. it'll be me as the interviewer and you as the subject. Um We'll do that as well. But that's been, it's been a real great year. And I thank you too as well. But we've had, uh, you know, we're at, I don't know, three years now and 60 something episodes. It's been great. Sixty-four. There you go. So everyone tune in uh, another year coming.
0: That's it for episode number 64. If you have any questions or comments, send them to feedback at thesmartcity.blog, especially if you have any comments on our analysis and predictions. Check out the website, thesmartcity.blog, for the entire archive of podcasts involving technology and the smart city. The Smart City podcasts brought to you by Locomobile World, moving the world through sustainable, frictionless solutions. Executive producer is Grant Furlane. Technical productions by Rob Johnston. Executive assistant is Andrea Crawford. I'm Ellen Cross, and we'll see you next time.